Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. We're not back just yet for the final F2 race of the season. However, we are in for a great weekend of racing in Macau. Welcome to Formula Talk. My name is Sophia. Joining me as always is the lovely Tom Downey. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good, thank you. And yourself? Yeah, I'm too bad, thank you. Oh, that's good to hear. So we are reviewing and previewing the McCall race weekends and discuss new news in the motorsport world. But before we get into this episode, we must thank our sponsor, which is Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino card games. Available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and get in on all the action. Remember to use our promo code, which is BLEAV, that is B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And also, make sure you're following us on all our brand new social media channels at Grid Talk UK to stay up to date in the motorsport world. So as mentioned, there's a lot of racing going on and we have the 70th anniversary of the Macau Grand Prix. So it is a two weekend special with last weekend and this weekend coming. Formula 2, Formula 3, sorry, and Formula 4 will be taking place with a lot of familiar faces. We've decided to do a special Formula Talk episode for that and also to discuss some new news in Formula 2 and Formula 3. So very Many different disciplines are taking place from F3 and F4, as mentioned, to GT, to touring car, and even motorcycles on the tight and narrow streets of Macau. The structure last weekend, which was for F4, was a single free practice, a qualifying race, and a feature race. Some of the key drivers to mention are the McLaren development driver, Bianca Bustamante, and Henja Davis, who was the vice champion of Fricka this season. There are 23 drivers from many different teams, but the only noticeable team that probably most people recognize is the SJM Theodore Prema team, who actually had some interesting results for the F4 season. Bianca was driving for the Black Arts Racing and Hendred for the Race GP. Structure of uh, last weekend was a qualifying race of eight laps and then the feature race taking place on the Sunday for 12 laps. So technically, it was 20 laps for both. Looking at the results, we had Red Bull Jr. Arvid Lindbad, who we won't be mentioning later on because he has moved into Formula 3 for next year already. He pretty much had a clean sweep of the weekend. Um, he had won the feature race, he won the qualifying race, and he started on pole. So very good hat trick for that. Looking at the feature race, because that's where most of the points were, it was a clean sweep of Premo finishing first, second, and third, with Freddie Slater coming in second and Hongshu Long coming in third for the Prema uh, team. Bianca finished ninth in that race and she qualified 10th. But looking forward to ne- this weekend coming, we have a longer race schedule starting on Thursday with a free practice, qualifying one on Thursday as well. On Friday, there's free practice two and then qualifying two. 
Saturday is a qualifying race, which is 10 laps, and Sunday is the feature race, which is 15 laps. Now, Tom, we have some names that are currently racing in base disciplines from Formula E to IndyCar, F2, F3, and Freca. What are the key names that you think are taking place for this weekend? God, we've got, we got all sorts of names. I suppose probably the biggest one, certainly, certainly on, on my mind, I'd say Richard Rishaw, probably one, one, of the, one, of the, one of the biggest names there. Sophia Flosch, she obviously how years ago had that horrific accident of a cow. I think it was 2017, I want to say, maybe 2018. Um, she's, you know, she's, it's good, good to see her going back there. I mean, I would get shouted at profusely, as everybody knows, if I didn't mention Zane Maloney is there, because, you know, a, fe- a fellow Barbados person, he's, there we go, got him already. Yeah. Dan Tickton, yeah, cool, he exists. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to give him, not going to give him the, uh, the, the time of day, to be honest. Dennis Howard, another big name, Isaac Hatchar. There, there are some big names there for, from F2. The, you know, also Pet Marty from F3, he's there. Obviously, with Campos, Luke Browning's obviously there, Paul Aaron, Gabriel Mini. And also, you, know, you you already mentioned Ari Boyer's there as well. So you know, there's a good mix of, across the grid. We still have one TBC car for Carlin, and we don't know who's going to be in that seat. And bearing in mind... Sorry, go on. It could be Callum Eilat, because he posted that he was travelling yesterday. Oh, my God, imagine. I, I, I mean, I'd like, especially given he's out of an IndyCar seat, thanks to the Grosjean taking the... Was it Junker Hulinos? Or, yeah. I can't remember how you say it, but thanks to him taking that seat after he... We'll be joining his mate, our Marcus Armstrong, as well, because he's Well, yeah, racing. exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, although Armstrong's with MP Motorsport this weekend alongside Hauke. Yeah, but no, yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting to see who's going to be in that, i say second, I think it's technically the third, Carlin. And bearing in mind that he practices in, what, two days? It's Tuesday today. At the time of recording, it's what, quarter past 12, UK time. On the 14th of, of November. Nice. They better get someone in that seat sharpish. That's all I'll say on that one. Yeah, it was taken from the provisional entry list on the website. So obviously things could have changed. But yeah, it got some really good names. So pretty much it's the same teams that we get in Formula 2 and Formula 3, which is Genzer, Prema, High Tech, Campus, Van Amersport, ART, Carling, and MP, and Trident. So yeah, it's a quite a big mix. Other ones as well. Oliver Guthrie, who's re-signed as well. Tommy Smith. It, I'm really excited for it. It should be quite a good one because some of these guys have raced in Macau many years ago as well. As mentioned, obviously, Sophia Flourish and there's a few other ones as well. So it's a really good mix of it. So it's the Formula 3 World Championship. So it's not fully affiliated to the F3 season. It's a special uh, for it. I'm really excited. As always, when we have a preview, we always have our predictions. Tom, I would like to know what is your qualifying one poll, your qualifying two poll, your podium for the quality race, and the podium for your feature race. Oh, heck. Putting you on the spot. And then some. Cheers, mate. Um, quality one, I'm going to say Dennis Hauger. You know, good, good, good F2 campaign behind him. He's, he's always been pretty consistent. And just, just just thinking about McTaff, he really wants to back you know one of the F three drivers or something. But I just think you know, with with the nature of McCall, but then again, F three were really well behaved around Monaco. It's this this way or that way, and it's just yeah. I'm gonna say Richard Vashaw for second pole. 
As for the Oli race, uh, I'd say Harga's going to win. So I'm going to go really left field. I'm going to say Gabriel Mini P2 in the Oli race. And then, I don't know. It, it, the, 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 there's, there's so many unknowns. There's so many unknown quantities in, in this. So I'm going to have to say the same with only P3. Because if I don't, you'll insult me. That's a joke, by the way. Just in case anybody, yeah, everybody listening is is not sure. And then the feature race, bleh. I know, I, I really don't know because again, like I said, you know, the, the, what the give you twenty nine cars. The field is so open. You've got a mix of F two, F three, IndyCar, and Formula E on here. So you know, it's just you know, what you look at. You know, there's no. Uh, You've got some Frecker and some Indy Next drivers. So, as well. Yeah. I'm going to say about Richard Rashaw to win the podium. To, sorry, to, to win the feature race. And then I'm going to say, I'm going to say Mary Boyer, P2. And then I'm just going to say Hadjar, P3. Okay. I may be completely off. Yeah. We just don't know because obviously I was watching some of the highlights of the F4 races and. The feature race is a good one to watch. A really good battling, but there was three safety cars that took place um, with it. But the streets are narrow, and it just there's nowhere to go. So anything could happen. I think I'm similar to you for some of these predictions. I think Paul. I would say because he has background on it, I would say Richard Vashore would take the first poll. I think probably second Paul Aaron to take. The second qualifying poll. I think podium for the first race, Richard would win. I want to say probably Marcus Armstrong to come in second, because again, he also has history at Macau. And Dennis Halger, P3. For the win for the feature one, for the more 15 laps one, I think I would say cool. It's because obviously these are all different disciplines, so it's just. I've not seen, you don't see IndyCar and IndyNex with F2 and F3. So I think, let's go at Isaac Ahajar to win. I'll say Paul Aaron to compete too. And just because I think it'll be a nice thing to have. I think Flourish to finish P3. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Especially with what happened to mm-hmm. uh, the, the last time she was here with that horrendous. Like, yeah, I, she had spinal injuries and everything. Yeah, she was yeah. up for a few years and everything. Yeah, I'd 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 love to see her on on the podium. Yeah, I think she will do well because obviously she has a lot of backing and obviously yeah. everyone does know about what happened and I think it's also a good motivation for her to do well and I think it definitely is possible. But if you want to watch it, it's all on YouTube and there's also playback options to watch everything that takes place and. Again, you don't have to watch just F3. We got GT, we got touring, motorcycle racing. So it's a full-on weekend of racing with many different disciplines and even some championships taking place and deciding over the weekend. But if you've enjoyed this podcast, like we would love it if you would take five to leave us a five-star rating on Spotify or a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you're one of the 72% of people who have not yet subscribed to the channel, please consider helping us out with a like, subscribe, share, or follow. Now, going into the second part of the Formula Talk episode, we got some F2 and F3 news. Starting with F2, and this is going to be a little bit controversial, I think, 
we have Joshua Dickerson. Yeah. For he joins Formula Two for PHM Racing. The twenty-year-old just comes off his second season in Frappe, where he has earned one podium in Spa. So pretty much, he has skipped Formula Three. And we mentioned Kimi Antonelli last week, last episode. Uh, but no hate to Josh. This one I think is a lot tougher because not won anything. Kimi has won Frappe. He Josh has won a po- has had a podium, not even a win. He's not vice champion. He's not he ain't that qualified, I don't think, to and again, I've not watched Freca as much as I have this season. I've seen the highlights, but I just feel like this jump is a bit worse. He's been racing in single status since twenty nineteen. He came second in Formula Four that year, Formula Four UAE. He competed as well in German and Italian F4, where he finished 8th and 11th in the standings. In 2020, he made the return to the German um, F4, achieving two wins and four podiums to finish 6th. He secured 6th in the standings in 2021 in Italian F4 with two wins in the podium, and then going to Freca this last season, where in his rookie season, he finished 14th. Right now, he has been involved in some of the postseason testing in Imola, and we'll be doing that for Abu Dhabi for Formula 3, not Formula 2. So, Tom, we talked about Kimmy. What, what's your take for Josh move, jumping over? Uh, I think he's far too big a jump too soon. We talked about it last time out, and yeah, it's, it's, the, it's nursery to F1, basically. In I know that's a weird analogy, but some of the drivers we have in F2, drivers who have Come through in the past, you your likes of your Claire's, your Russell's, your your uh, Piastri's, Lando. I know he didn't win back to back, but he still won F three and then won F and then came second in F two to George Russell. Not a bad person to come second to in F two. Let's be fair, and you, you still have the likes of of De Vries and Albon and and, and others in that twenty eighteen F two season. F two. Is whilst there are some drivers in there who who will you know obviously back in the GPT days and then you know obviously with the BNF2 these days there are obviously some drivers who won't make it to the top levels of single seaters and when drivers get to F2 haven't gone through F3 and you know Formula Regional or Alpine whatever it's called these days I still remember it as Formula Renault 3.5 to be honest it's you your drivers will go well two ways having worked that way yeah they'll do time in all the you know, in all the series so you'll have the drivers who graduate to F1. Or they might sidestep to Formula E, or they might choose to go out single seaters into sports cars. A, a, good, a good example of someone who was in, who was actually I think in Macau this weekend in in sports cars is Rafael Marcello. He was in GP4. Oh god, he was in there for what, two, three seasons, I think. I think he left in about 2017 because he, he joined Mercedes as as a work driver for, for the AMG GT3 projects. He actually won Le Mans last year in 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 his class. It's, it's, there are some very good drivers in F two. You know, they are the next generation. There's a reason it's called the road to F one because it is ultimately a direct feeder series to F one, and you either sink or you swim. And we've talked about it before. There are some damn good drivers in F two. You look at the likes of Oli Behrman, nineteen, actually tearing it up. We're we're likely going to have. Portletto going up from F3 in, into F2. I don't know if it's been confirmed yet, but it's almost guaranteed it's going to happen given given he won um, F3. So it's, it's just... 
I just think for someone who is not exactly set fracker or I don't think I didn't think he was fracker. He was former regional UAE, I think he said, and then former regional was it Germany and Italy. I just think that don't get me wrong. As a junior driver, everybody dream or most people dream and get into F one. And how to get there? You get there through F two, but you need to get to F two. Sorry, you need to get to F two largely on merit and with a bit of financial backing, because I'm not, you know, I'm not oblivious, and I know that F two it costs what three hundred fifty, four hundred grand a season for a seat, something like that. In your nearest, maybe a bit less. I can't remember. I'm going off like 2017 figures, you know, so I'm trying to add a bit of inflation in my head. Maybe that's a bit much. Point being, it's still not cheap, and it's a fiercely competitive environment. Like I've said, you've got the next generation of best drivers in there. Yes, I'm going to probably semi-repeat what I said before, but you have drivers who are going to be the next F1 world champion, and that could be five years, could be 10, 15 years down the line, because obviously we don't know how F1 is going to go. Point B, you have drivers who will be the top of whatever discipline they go into. And I just think for a driver who's not had who's not had the experience and hasn't had the successes in the lower formulas, I just worry that he's been basically set up to fail by effectively buying his way into an F two team. I'm to be proven wrong by him. No, yeah, I think it's just because obviously he doesn't have as much accolades compared to others. However, he is taking the PHM racing team. So currently that is Roy Nassani and Joshua Mason. So obviously Joshua Mason came in mid-season and they're a team that's been flagged with so many funding issues and driver's changes. So we knew my assumption was Roy Nassani. It's not confirmed what his season will be for next year if it is confirmed a season. But obviously because the second seed, the current 17, has been in and out of different drivers for these last couple of races. I think just having some big consistency might help. And it might be also some more funding. Josh could potentially bring in some funding that we've not really thought about. I think it's, it puts more pressure on him because he's also moving up with Kimi and Kimi is one fracker and Josh is not. And he's not even been the vice champion. So that's Hendren David, actually, who was raised obviously in Macau last weekend and he's not even moving up into formula 3 yet we don't know because there's still a lot of teams not confirmed for formula 3 and also for formula 2 so it has fluctuated a bit but i think it just adds a lot of pressure and we'll see yeah it'll be interesting to see how everything goes especially with the abu dhabi testing in formula 2 afterwards the season ends and some of the time in between before we get started in the 2024 season now, other news, we have Dennis Halger has decided to leave the Red Bull Junior Development Program for next season, but he has re-signed to MP Motorsport. He'll be joined with a new rookie of Franco Colapinto, who has moved up from Formula 3 to Formula 2 and will be racing with MP Sports for the 2024 season. Zach O'Sullivan, who finished second in the Formula 3 Championship this year, the Williams back driver, will move for ART, which means... Either Teo Porcher or Victor Martins might not have a seat. However, Teo Porcher, so I think they're preempting Teo to probably win and they have an empty seat. But if he doesn't win, who are those two drivers is Zach O'Sullivan replacing? That's the big question. Yeah. If, if Porcher wins F2 in Abu Dhabi, then it's a fairly easy answer. If he doesn't, I don't know. Because you know, you would say Porsche will probably do another year of F two, and if he doesn't win it next year, then he'll be asked. 
Um, because uh, both of these drivers are good. They might get seats somewhere else, though. But Taylor Butcher ART has the history backed with Salva as well. Yeah, so exactly. It probably would be Victor moving to somewhere else, potentially. But again, where? Where? Because yeah. we're it's still pretty- figuring out teams. It's not all confirmed yet. Like, a lot of them aren't confirmed for next season, so... Is Rick Samarsen a Mercedes bike driver? No, Alpine. Oh, Alpine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I really don't know. That's the yeah. thing. I, I don't know, and I, I don't want to call it. We'll have our answer when we preview and review the F2 race that's taking place in Abu Dhabi. Not this weekend, but the following weekend. So definitely make sure that you are like, subscribe, share, and follow all our social media channels when those episodes drop on YouTube and also wherever you listen to your podcast. Moving on to Formula 3. Um, as mentioned in our previous episode, we only had one driver that was confirmed, which was Dino Briganovic, who is racing with Prema again for 2024. However, Prema has finally finished up the lineup, the only team to actually have any driver or a whole team confirmed for the 2024 F3 season. Gabriel Mini will be returning to race with Prema. I'm excited for that one. And as mentioned earlier in this podcast, after successful Macau, however, it was announced beforehand, Red Bull Jr. Arvid Lundbad will be joining Prema for 2024 for his rookie season. Still no other drivers announced. I'm expecting probably again a lot because obviously we just finished some testing a couple weeks ago as well. So I think the biggest thing is not just the performance, but also financials as well and how who has better backings for some of those teams. Moving on to the last bit of news, we have IndyCar. Now, silly season and shakeups have been absolutely chaotic these couple of weeks. All the teams besides AJ4 has the driver lineup completed. There are a few that are to be confirmed as some teams are deciding how many cars they actually want to put in or if some of them want to do ovals only or the Indy 500, which is very common. David Malukas has moved into McLaren and Carl Larson will be competing in the Indy 500 with an off McLaren Hendrick car as a rookie. Latest Lovecrest, who was the champion in Indianex two seasons ago, who stepped in this season to replace one of the drivers who sustained a medical injury in racing. He has a full season alongside another rookie of Kiffin Simpson coming from Indianex. That one I'm not a big fan of because he is not, Simpson's not. Pro- has not shown as much progression and results. He has, I don't think he's even had a podium in the Indy next season that just completed, but he does have a lot of financial backing. So that should be interesting. Uh, Marcus Armstrong will be racing in the Ovals this year, following not competing last season in the Ovals. Indy next uh, winner Christian Rans Munson will participate in the non oval race, with Ed Carpenter will take the oval ones. However, Christian might actually be racing in the Indy 500. It's still to be confirmed. And as Tom mentioned earlier on in the podcast, Grosjean has left to go to Hunkers Hollander for the season, leaving Callum Eilard without a space currently. Felix Rosenquist, who was with McLaren, has now moved to the Myershank Racing for next season. It's all coming up because IndyCar has got a few testings coming before the season starts in the new year. We'll see. AJ Ford... They have two seats, two drivers, two cars, maybe a third car. I know some of them, Chip Ganassi is maybe downsizing from four to five cars down to three. Obviously financials as well. 
we're still waiting to get all the proper confirmations of everything and we will be previewing the indie season as an episode of formula talk in season two of formula talk next year so any other news disease you can think of tom i'll read it's my birthday next week but i don't think that counts <laughs> the non most for news <laughs> yeah 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 that's right yeah yeah make sure you're following us on social media so you can wish tom a happy birthday then please <laughs> don't i don't know how to see if my uh, you know you, you see like people in restaurants where people start singing that's like yeah. that, that's like my idea of hell just nah. I mean, just a nice message on like on instagram yeah. or... a message yeah but if yeah it's when you see like people doing people, yeah, yeah just don't just leave it that one it's, it's it's just a, it's depressing because i'm 29 it's like next year i hit 30 and it's just like, come on <laughs> i was 21 like three weeks ago so where's it gone oh god yeah tell me about how it feels so you're long still ago. young I'm 25. But yeah, yeah, exactly. You're 25. So? Yeah. I feel like I skipped over my, like, 22, 23, and 24 years. Obviously, COVID did obviously have an impact yeah. on that. <laughs> but, yeah. Mate, yeah. mate, trust me, you'll blink and you'll be my age. <laughs> but it's inevitable to happen anyway. But, yeah, it should be interesting. Yeah. Moving on from that, though, uh, thank you for listening to our special Macau and News episode of Formula Talk. Formula Talk is available on YouTube. I'm not going to say where most of the episodes are live, even though I just did, because obviously we they're don't. Not live. <laughs> yeah, they're not live. But you can still find us on YouTube when we do release the episodes. You can also find us on Amazon Fire, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Music, Verbal, and Pocket Cast. Just search Grid Talk for our backlog of shows. As mentioned, we are the sister show of Grid Talk, so pretty much that's how you can find all the Formula Talk episodes. You can find reactions to our races and previewing races and news. For Grid Talk, you can find our previews and reactions to qualifying and race results. Please consider supporting our channel on Patreon so we can get mics, lights, and better recording equipment. And make sure that you are subscribed so you're the first to know when each new episode is released. We'll be back soon to review Macau and also preview Abu Dhabi F2. I'm so excited. It's going to go down to the Y. It's going to go to the feature race, not the sprint race. I'm excited to see who the champion will be. We'll be back soon. We're playing more motorsport content. Thank you very much for listening uh, to Formula Talk presented by Bet Online. Bye. Bye-bye. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.